When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I haven't had to just sit and stew in it. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Hour two of Mackie and Judd with Rami on a Tuesday on Score North on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. Rami here, Judd Zolgat across Phil Mackie right over there. We will wrap with Royce coming up at 540. Patrick Royce joins us as he does every day. Phil, you said before the break, as you sit there in your uh, Minnesota Timberwolves is that a golfing shirt? Golf shirt? It's a polo. Polo shirt? It's a polo. That you have. Yeah, to dry fit. Some tool? Wanna, wow. come, come check it out. Wow. Here, touch no, under my armpits no. right now. Get away. Does it have the little, uh, the like the mesh armpits? Like the breathable mesh armpits that you see in some golf shirts nowadays? I don't know if I've worn a golf shirt with breathable mesh armpits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a thing. Life changer? That's a real thing. I don't know. I don't have one, but I, I I'd be worried that, that like my thing. armpit hair would stick out of those holes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. The order would start falling out. You said you have some reckless. You want reckless speculation? You know this ain't gonna happen. How about reckless trade speculation? This a tweet from somebody named Mike Scato. He's verified with a blue check mark on Twitter. Then he must be real. He said D'Angelo Russell held a camp in New Jersey this past weekend. No free agency talk, but but some notes here. He talked about Brooklyn, said, yeah, it's fun playing in Brooklyn. It's a city that loves basketball. And uh, a reporter asked him, can you see yourself doing this camp every year in Brooklyn? He said, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. The bottom note on this tweet says, Carl Anthony Towns Sr., Carl Towns Sr., then held a face-to-face in-person discussion with D'Angelo Russell at this camp. Reckless speculation. So, Carl Towns Sr. So, showing up at a D'Angelo Russell basketball camp in Brooklyn. We're speculating that there was um, potentially legal tampering. Because I think the old man can tamper, right? Yeah, yeah, and players can tamper. Yeah, so yeah, so he can go to him and be like, hey, Carl, just waiting for you to sign. Yeah. Or to go there, be trade, sign and trade. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Ooh. also found, uh, this is great, I'm going to, let me grab this email from Jonathan uh, he sent us a note. He found some quote from from Carl Anthony Towns in a ma- was it a magazine? Yes, some interview yes. in a magazine. Was that Uprocks, right? Is that the one we're talking about? Yep, Uprocks. Yeah, Uprocks. It's a website. It's a magazine website. Okay, and uh, and the quote was like, it's "Got a lot of hip hop and whatnot." 
I'm glad you clarified yeah, because I got very concerned when you just said it's a magazine website. No, I'm, you know. Those can get you in trouble. I'm up on what's it's hip. one of those hip hop type websites. I know, I know what the kids are. Oh, Rami is all over that. All yeah. over it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and the quote was very interesting. Yeah. He said, How long have you known D'Angelo Russell, Carl? Forever. Me and D'Angelo have known each other a very long time. We've talked about how much we want to play with each other, not even just in the NBA or college, but in high school. Who would have thought we're at this moment now? Reckless speculation. What moment, Carl? What moment do you speak of, sir? What does he mean by that? I don't know. Well, the oh. moment the moment of D'Angelo Russell about to come to the Minnesota Timberwolves in a restricted free agency sign and trade? If I could finish that sentence for him? Like what other thing would what other moment would there be? Who would have thought we're at this moment now? Hmm. That's very interesting. That's real interesting. What other moment would he be talking what about? What would he be talking about? Do you think Kurasan's told him the deal's almost done? Well, you know, if the deal's going to happen, I guarantee you 80% of the legwork is done now, right? Oh, yeah. Like, there's no Absolutely. way. So what's going to happen, and cheap plug here, so this Sunday night, the NBA finally smartened up. The NBA has had white-hot off-seasons for 10 years now, right? Ever since, like, the decision, it's LeBron to Cleveland. Fantastic. Or LeBron to Miami and then back to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But they've always had, even last year, they had free agency start at midnight on July 1st. Mm-hmm. And I was up till 2 o'clock in the morning, just yeah, everything I could consume. Just was putting a, it in your veins, just yes. NBA free agency. That was agency. a Sunday night last amazing, year, right? right? there. Was it a Sunday night? I, fe- I feel like, because didn't the LeBron thing go down at some point, too? Because Clutch Sports announced it, and we were shocked that like Woj didn't get that it took first. A while. The LeBron thing took a minute, though. The, okay. the early stuff, but what they're doing this year is, and we're going to have a live Raised by Wolves uh, NBA free agency special gotcha. at 4.30 this Sunday. So they're starting it at 5 o'clock this Sunday, June 30th, so they can get all of primetime. Yep. And I guarantee you, the Timberwolves have already done almost all the legwork on this. If this is going to happen, it's going to be bing, bang, they sign him to an offer sheet. Or I don't know how this mechanically would have to work. The Wolves would have to, essentially, like restricted free agency, you have to sign a guy to an offer sheet, and then the team that has him can just match the offer and keep him. But in this case, because the Wolves don't have enough cap room to sign D'Angelo Russell. They'd have to make a trade. It would have to be Wolves sign into an offer sheet. Yep. Brooklyn matches it yep. and then trades him to the Timberwolves in some sort of a multi-way deal. Because Brooklyn's yep. whole thing is they want to trade Russell if they're going to do it. They could also just keep him and sign Kyrie or do whatever they want. But if the if the rumors are true, they want to get rid of D'Angelo Russell. They don't want to take on like $25 million in salary because then they couldn't sign the players that they want to sign in the first place. Right. So the Wolves need like a stooge third team to come in and take Jeff Teague's contract or something. Which you can do. Or Gorgie Jeng's contract in a three-way deal. But this is very much a thing that could happen in a week from now. And this. if it does not, you are going to be among the most disappointed people I will, in this town. I've talked myself into this. That I really three-way have. deal is what I proposed when Jonathan and Graham Session asked for a realistic way to get D'Angelo Russell in get a the Wolves point. uniform, and but, you guys laughed But at you it. said Wiggins, and yeah. I don't think Wiggins... I yeah. think I think your your scenario is plausible if it was Jeff Teague or something else that was expiring cuz mm. Andrew Wiggins has 5 years left what? and up to 33 million a year at the peak of that contract. Why did it take so long for football went first and now basketball though to get their their free agents free agency opening period out of like midnight. The National Football yeah. League used to be 11 p.m. Central. It never made sense. It is weird. And then they would say, Albert Hainsworth has just signed with Washington, and it's 11.02. Well, you can make a case that the NFL didn't know the gold that they were sitting on until whatever. It was like 12 years ago that they finally figured this out. That You could make a case that 
Oh, okay. The internet's a prominent thing, and social media is becoming prominent, and now we've got our own network. And and, ne- that's what I was going to say. That's but, pushed it. So I could I could make an excuse for the NFL not figuring it out until ten years ago. The NBA, I have no idea why this is the first time they're doing this. Like the NBA has been the like baseball. Sorry, but the NBA has been the focal point during the mid mid June to like mid July point in the year for ten ba- years. Don't apologize to baseball. It's true. For they've got years. their chance. They, they blow it yeah, every time. They've done, yeah. this, they've done this to themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. I will say this though. There are two things that up until now the NBA, as far as their calendar, have not gotten right. One they fixed, which was when and how free agency starts. The other is the NBA awards show, which is yeah. pointless. Yep. Way too long. And way too late. I didn't watch that thing last night, but Giannis I was, was crying. Following along, I did watch Giannis's speech. I cried. I'm not gonna lie. I cried when I watched that. Uh, but full fledged, full fledged tears going down your cheek. I just watched like it. I watched off. it this morning, so it was like a morning cry over my coffee, just tears streaming down my cheek as I as I enjoyed my morning <laughs> coffee. Did, did you guys see quick Giannis aside? Did you see the onions story on Giannis <laughs> last night? No, I don't think so. It was like it was more the photo than the headline, but it was Giannis credits. Playing Greek gods as reason for it. And the photo was like Giannis in the lane and just like the calf of a Greek god going up to the top of the frame. It's like playing with, playing with giant Greek gods. All you see is like the giant foot of a Greek god in the paint and Giannis is like dribbling around it. But do we really need an award show for the NBA? For them to announce what we basically I'm already know. I'm fine with it, but it's too late. I preferred when David David Stern, would, when he was the commissioner, would show up on opening night for whatever team the MVP played for, and he would present the trophy at midcourt in front of the fans, and the guy would give a speech. Like That was a much cooler moment to me, as much as I enjoyed Giannis' speech and, and bald this morning over my morning coffee. That was a better way to well, do it than than this. Okay, but how far do you want? Because I disagree with you guys. I th- well, or which camp are you in? Are you yay or nay on the not on the timing of it? That's I'm, a separate argument. I like the idea of a show makes perfect sense. Yeah, the timing should be quicker, well, but the show is fine. It's the NBA's it's Grammys or the NBA's yeah. Academy Awards. So are Sports you anti? Yes. Are you anti award yes. shows? I think they're all bad for the most part. I yeah. am too, but who cares? So you're out on Grammys, Academy Awards. You're out on yeah, I really. Oh, I am too. It's just yeah. pomp and circumstance. Right. I don't fun. like them. It's just people getting together, but, pat themselves on the back, and talk about how great they are. Hand but, out awards <laughs> for how great they are. My, to each other. my question: When we win a Marconi in two years, you're not going. Oh, I'll be there for that. Of course you will. That's when I get to pat myself on the back. he's eight eight sheets to the wind just walking up to accept the trophy but what is the so i i don't care they bore me but it's fine in fact i think all sports do them now right yeah no baseball might not do i think nascar was the first one okay like 20 years ago when dale earnhardt and jeff gordon hockey does it basketball football Baseball, I think they do it now. Oh, I, I thought they unveiled them on like a nightly basis, like they did MV, they did Rookie of the Years, and then they did That's Cy right. Young. Okay. Yeah, well, but of they course they're based. It's baseball, so they're going to be five years behind th- the rest of the sophisticated world. The award shows shows bore me, but I totally get why they do them. So uh, gold, I don't care. Golden Globes, you can, nothing. You guys nothing. never sit down. Golden Globes can be and the only thing that's ever worth a damn in any of these awards shows is the monologue, and that that's hit or miss too. You have to get the right comedian and and the right yeah. people writing the material, but that's the only thing that's ever worth a crap from almost any award show. But, but I get, you're a, you're a TV and movies guy though. I thought that you'd at least like to see what are like what. 
What are people saying no, are the top know, TV shows and movies? I know what I like, I, and I can go to Rotten Tomatoes to find out what other people like. I don't need an awards show. Do you I know the problem? I don't need a board telling me. Like, I don't need the Academy to tell me what movies were good that year. I know what I like. Do you know the problem? The people are insufferable. That's a blanket statement, the though. People, like, like the, the people in act, music, the people act, in... Actors are okay. insufferable. The Academy Awards become insufferable. They're a little stuffy. They're stuffy. Yeah. They're agenda-driven, which is... And sometimes I, I agree, but I don't need... I like to watch you act. I don't give a damn what you and think. And they're just adding stuff to make it longer. Last night, again, I didn't watch, but I was on Twitter on and off throughout the night and following what people were saying about this thing. And it seemed like, and people were saying that, this thing just went on and on and on and on. Yeah, this NBA Awards show. And then in the middle of it... They they gave out a Lifetime Achievement Award to Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and I forgot who the other person was. They like, gave out multiple Lifetime Achievement Awards? I think awards? That it was all one ceremony. Like, like the a, 80s NBA like, Lifetime Achievement Award. I thought we did this. I thought, that was the, I thought that was the Basketball Hall of Fame. I thought that was when we gave them their Lifetime Achievement Award. We need to add 15 minutes They're to an awards time. show that's well, already can, too long and pointless? You can be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and still get a Grammy's Lifetime Achievement Award. See, okay. It's too much. It's way too much. We're gonna celebrate Madonna I don't object a couple to more them. times. Have them? I just I'm not gonna watch them. Right, fun police. Some of us just the, like to party and celebrate. The only good thing, the milestones. only good thing, is, is the Academy Awards when somebody talks too long and they play them off. That's fantastic. That, I love that. I do love. Oh, that. is that the music? Thanks to my mom and dad. It's like and they lower the microphone. Yeah, get off the stage! I'll and tell I, you, there was one thing that I in particularly loved about last night's award show. My guy who I've been on the bandwagon of, Derek Rose, getting his due credit for Moment of the Year. That was uh, another moment I appreciated yep. from last night, along with Giannis. Did you cry? I didn't cry at that. No. Bet you came close. Maybe. <laughs> Toy Story 4 is out well done. I'm going to be crying pretty soon. I don't think I saw two or three. What? I don't think I saw Toy Story 2 oh, or 3. Th- there should be a Toy Story 3 don't cry challenge. Easy. You haven't seen three? I don't think so. You've seen three and you and you yeah. didn't cry? Every time I see it, I don't cry. I mean, I get it. I get it I why will. people cry, but okay, I don't cry. Tin, okay, Tin Man. The first time you saw it, you didn't cry. <laughs> the first time you saw Toy Story 3, you didn't cry. Yeah. Are you Do crazy? Do you need... Because I, no. I haven't even seen Toy Story 1 in a long time. Do you need the emotional attachment to parts 1 and 2 to cry at part 3? You definitely need 1. Because I was going to say, I can... 1 helps, 2 and... You, okay. it, it would... Both would help. I you will take sure this challenge. See one. I will take this challenge, and I'm a crier. Okay, and it's going to be yeah, like dude. 109 degrees this weekend. What's four about? So I'm not leaving the apartment. Do you know? Uh, like, other than toys. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know, not, but not sure. but the kids are all growing up. Like that was what Judd. All you need to know for three. Toy Story that's why four has Keanu Reeves in it. That's all you need to know. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Is he John Wick throwing the heads off the other toys? <laughs> he is. He's a character. <laughs> he's called, Johnny Utah. No, he's he's a character called Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. I'm, yes, all, I'm so awesome. in right now. That might be his legal name for all we know. <laughs> so what I what I need you to do, Phil, I'm gonna, he looks like a dude. I'm gonna try this and I'll stream I'll stream it live. You I won't need make it. I need you to tell me the moment where you think I will cry or moments yeah. where you think it's, I will cry. Uh, and me, I'll live stream it at Rami is tweeting and take the okay. chance. Got, Please do, yeah. You've got no chance. The end, and you've got no chance. Let me uh, let me see you're how long the movie. You don't is. have to do it right now. You can just tell me. No, I just want to do a little research and before the weekend. Uh, the movie is, if if I know how long the movie is, I can tell you pretty much when you should you should be watching because it's like the last twenty percent of the movie. Yeah, I know where you would. I just you'll it's, end it's, up. It's a hundred three minutes, so it's a, it's an hour and forty minutes. Mm-hmm. 
I would say about an hour and 10 minutes in starts to get you to the, I don't know exactly when the cry point is, but let's just say at one point you think all the toys are going to die. That's really? not it. That's not it. No, it's, it's when, after that. It's though. when they're going to the house. Yep. Yeah. That it's whole, when, that whole, that whole sure, sequence. the crescendo, but you will be a mess by the, the end. last animated movie, like Disney style movie that got me to cry and it's been forever since I've seen it. So I couldn't even tell you the plot or what part of it got me to cry, but up. Okay, haven't seen it. The old the you old, cried at the start of that, right? I don't remember. I don't Dawn know. saw the start of it, and said she cried at the start. Yeah. I didn't see it. That's the old man. His wife dies, right? I don't know. And yes. My, oh, spoiler alert! Jeez, it's, it's at the beginning. Like, hey, stuff happens. That's real life, and stuff happens. It's toys to get me upset. I don't remember why, but he and like the kid next door, they tie a bunch of balloons to the house, and it floats away. I barely remember the plot of the story. Yeah. I just remember balling. That's not good for for the insurance policy, right there, and gentlemen. When we come back to Mackie and Judd <laughs> with with Rami, <laughs> we we aren't going to do the crying challenge yet, but we should do that. On, we actually did that one time. We played it on the show, and I started crying on the show. Yeah. <laughs> three. Oh, it's it impossible not to. Yeah. I did not make fun of um, you for that. There's a new 30 for 30 coming that sounds amazing that we have to get to when we come back here. Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all-new Score North on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. Check in with Patrick Royce coming up at 540. Have you guys seen the commercial for the new 30 for 30 short film, documentary film that's coming out? Only only because you and I talked about this off mic, and this sounds amazing. 30 for 30, The Good, The Bad, and The Hungry premieres next week at ESPN about the rivalry between Takeru Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut. Oh, I saw that last night. I saw the uh, commercial for it, yes. And the tagline for it is the best tagline for any 30, 30, 30 for 30 that's ever been made. What if I told you that there was more beef behind the scenes? That is, <laughs> that is that's almost, outstanding. That's almost, almost Airbud. That is, that is, that is outstanding. But I'm looking forward to it. I can't watch these hot dog eating contests. I used to be able to, and at some point, my stomach just got too weak for it. I can't it. watch them either. I get sick. Like, yeah. the, the dunking it in the water? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't even talk about it. Yeah. So gross. And I, I'm a guy who loves, I love ballpark hot dogs. I won't, I won't just, you know, I'm not going to go and, like, buy a crappy pack at the grocery store. I've got, no, no. I've got standards for right. hot dogs. Yeah. All right. Really? For me, it's Nathan's or Vienna. Nathan's or Vienna. Are oh, the only- not me. Yeah. Hormel. Yeah. Uh, actually, Schweigert is the the one you get at Target Field. I, I like the. Did you I, say Hormel. Hormel at the old. Hormel. Uh, whole, yeah. yeah. Roll yeah, of fame. Roll of fame. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure ever. Schweigert is good because that's a a a local purveyor of meats, right? That's not like some Schweigert hot dogs. Yeah. Some, some large corporation that's cranking them out in a factory somewhere. But like, I love eating. High caliber, high quality hot sure. dogs. Yeah. And so watching these guys just drag the arts of eating a hot dog into the mud, I, I have a hard time watching. I'm not going to lie. It's I have disgusting. a hard time watching. It's, and dunking it in water is worse than putting ketchup on it. That might be the worst thing well, worse yeah, you think? than putting ketchup on a no, hot dog. No, ketchup, ketchup is absolutely fine. It's close. Ketchup, ketchup is worse. a lifestyle choice. Dunking it in water is disgusting. To shove it down your pie hole as quick as you can, that is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. It is revolting. I'm intrigued by this 30 for 30. Well, and these two guys hated each other's guts. We cannot know that, stand right? each other. And I, I just want to see how seriously and how, the competitive fire that burns for competitive hot dog eating between these two guys and that rivalry. That is 
that is fascinating to me. That's I know it's not sports, and I know it's not like a real thing. It's, it's a hot sports. dog eating contest, but sports. That is that's fascinating to me. So these guys, I've got the results here going back years and years. The last time, and they they actually came up with a women's division in 2011. Um, so they have a men's and a women's division, but for the men's Wait, division, why does there have to be a women's division? There was a woman who could compete with these guys. Was eating on the same level as them. I forget uh, her name, but the women's record has always been the women's total has always been half as many as the men's. Which total. feels kind of so okay to me right there. All right, it's just I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, so there was a year where Matt Stoney won the championship in 2015. Ooh. Other than that, Joey Chestnut has won every single. Nathan's hot dog eating contest going back to 2006. Mm-hmm. Kobayashi won six of them between 2001 and 2006. I remember in 2001 when Kobayashi came on and the previous record was like 25 hot dogs in 12 minutes. And he comes and eats 50 in 2001 and was this huge deal. But those guys, I don't think they ever went head to head. Did they ever go head to head in a hot dog eating contest after Kobayashi? Remember when Kobayashi was he left the band for whatever reason from yeah. the Nathan's hot dog eating contest and yeah. then showed up and was escorted out he got by arrested. police? Yeah, yeah. But so did they go? That's a good question. I don't know. I so thought they did. What are some other sort of obscure? I would say a hot dog eating contest rivalry is an obscure thing to do. It. I mean, it's it's very much mainstream. But what are some other 30 for 30s that you guys would want ESPN to dig on? Either sports or non-sports. Stuff that's a little bit off the beaten path. I don't know about you guys, but I was infatuated, obsessed with World's Strongest Man competitions yes, back dude, in the day. Yes, Magnus Ver Magnuson? Yes. Is there a better sports name? Kazmaier. Who is the... Who's, Magnus Ver Magnuson? Is it Gary Kazmaier? Mark Henry, who went on to become a professional wrestler. He yes. was a big competitor in the World's Strongest Man competitions. Yes. Like, I wanted to be the World's Strongest Man. Um, um, Lou Ferrigno, I think, participated. Was he really? Way, way back in the way day. Way back when. They yeah. would have the Before most ridiculous Hulk. feats of strength that these guys, they would take, like, giant boulders and throw them, o- like, throw them as high as they could over their head and try to clear a bar. Yes. Like a high jumping bar. It was amazing. Did, didn't they at one point attach a rope to a car and a guy would put the rope in his mouth and, and drag, drag the car it with, with his, his teeth? teeth? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. And they actually, I think at one point, they were pulling semi trucks. They would put the harness around their bodies and they would then crawl on all fours and get a semi truck to move, I don't know, 50 feet or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I used to, on VHS, blank VHS tapes, I used to record on ESPN2. World's Strongest Man Marathon, so I could have them. And I'd, I still have these VHS tapes somewhere. I'm sure you watch them all the time. I've, I have never watched them since. But I'm with Rami on that. I would do, uh, I'd throw it back to my childhood. I would love a 30 for 30 on obscure 90s sodas. <laughs> <laughs> what? You guys remember like Surge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Surge o- is back. OK Soda. RC. Yeah. RC so RC Cola RC Cola goes back to the that 70s. That goes way back. Yeah, yeah. That, that was Sha- around the seventies with like Fago. You guys ever had Fago? No, F A Y G O. I don't think so. It's a real thing. Shasta, Shasta. That goes back to the seventies. That was some real good stuff. But you guys remember just all the weird. You know what I want to know? By the way, Fago is the official soft drink of Juggalos, fans of the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> Google Fago and Juggalos. I gotta be careful. It's a work computer. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to get fired. 
It is. It's the, it's the official drink of Juggalos. So, Fa- Fago soda. Oh, Bill. By the way, Bill Kazmaier okay. is the the guy I'm thinking. So of, the best the American was guy. The, speaking of pops in the seventies. There th- there was a time, and this was true of beer cans as well, when you would peel the top off. So instead of it like snapping back, you know, instead of the yeah yeah, you you'd peel it off. And there were people. I'm not joking, you guys, that would peel the top off. It came off. And put it in the drink and drink it. And every once in a while, they would swallow it and choke. Oh. So, like, there were people who were dumb enough that would peel the thing off, throw it in their their beer or pop, and then drink it. It was it like just an sink. aluminum seal, yes. right? Yes, yeah. and you would go, yeah. and Which, then, by the way, it had glue on it, I'm sure. You shouldn't be dropping that in your drink. It's all part of the natural, Rami, natural selection Rami, process. The 1970s, you, you had to be there. <laughs> it's a miracle any kid lived. It's an absolute miracle. We didn't have helmets. We didn't care. You were just rolling around the back seat when you were out for a Exactly. Yep. Yep. Mom and mom or dad would put you. No, they'd put you in the front seat sometimes. They'd be like, eh, we might put the uh, seatbelt on. But keep in mind, the 60s cars that, that survived into the 70s had lap belts only. And so if you got in a head-on, you were done. So is Judd's tagline as a human, didn't wear a helmet as a kid? <laughs> I actually did go on my Huffy bike one time. I, I went, I wiped out. On the road, I was. It, it was the uh, highway. I was very fortunate not to go left, which of course would have thrown me into traffic. But my bike flipped. It was a. It was actually really, really cool. But it could have been very <laughs> detrimental. Explains. It so was much a about great John. wipeout. It was a fantastic wipeout. Okay, another thirty for thirty, and uh, and and this story came out. I don't know. Rami brought it to my attention yesterday. That apparently, so the thirty for thirty would be about. The Macho Man Randy Savage and the WWE having this falling oh, out. This was a this is a crazy story, dude. So it's ridiculous. Just for context, the WWE has a Hall of Fame. Every year they induct like six new people or groups or tag teams or whatever in the WWE Hall of Fame. But it's not like the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame where if Harold Baines gets in, there's outrage. Oh my God, how right. can you put this guy yeah. in? Like Harold Baines was a damn good player. Harold Baines is one of the. One of the better players of his era, we're just debating, like, how great is he? No, they'll put Coco Beware in the WWE Hall of Fame, right? They'll put, I think Pete Rose is in the WWE Hall of Fame because he showed up to a WrestleMania when Trump's in the WWE Hall of Fame. I think, I'm Googling it right now, I think the San Diego Chicken is in the WWE Hall of Fame. I'm not even kidding. He should be. Like, they literally will put anybody and anything in the WWE Hall of Fame for publicity. But Randy Savage is one of the greatest all-time, it's like the Mount Rushmore. Pete Rose. Yeah. Isn't the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's official. So like Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Undertaker, Andre the Giant, like on a list of five to ten greats, Randy Savage is on that list. He's not in the WWE Hall of Fame. And for years we've heard about there's a falling out. Him and Vince McMahon didn't get along. He's been dead for, I don't know, ten years. The story came out yesterday that 40-year-old Randy Savage was having... Some sort of an inappropriate relationship with Stephanie McMahon as a 17-year-old back in 1993. Uh-oh. And that that explains why Vince McMahon has said yeah. for 20-plus years, uh-uh. From what I was reading, he left the WWF at that time, the WWF, on good terms with Vince McMahon. People leave and come back to the WWF all the time. Sure. And about a year later, in the, the article I was reading, it said that Vince found out about this affair, and Macho Man has been persona non grata ever since in the WWF slash WWE. Yeah. I, mean, they've, they've, I think there's people in the WWE Hall of Fame that have done 
far worse things than like have a relationship. The San well, Diego except chicken, the seventeen-year-old thing. Actually, no. The San Diego chicken is not in. I love the chicken. Uh, the San Diego chicken. The original mascot. The thing I had mixed up was the uh, Philly fanatic. The San Diego chicken <laughs> fought Pete Rose, and Pete Rose got in the WWE. <laughs> Hall wait, of wait, fame. wait! So, tell me about this. I. Uh, all right. Do you remember on. this, Phil? I think what happened, here's what I think happened. Can I call this? I think this is what happened. I'm trying to pull up the article I think Pete Rose went to WrestleMania dressed as the San Diego chicken one time. (laughs) And then, like... You might be right. Kane Kane came out and chokeslammed the San Diego chicken, and we found out that it was Pete Rose that was inside the costume. Well, we have WWE Network on the TV. We could go back and watch this, yeah. Yeah, We actually could. On the TCL 4K Roku TV. Wow. Look at Robbie. Yeah, he, you're right. This is a quote. This is a quote. From, this is a quote from Pete Rose. He says, "They talking about WrestleMania were all fun, except the one time I was the San Diego Chicken and Kane threw me up against the ring and almost broke my back." Recalled Rose in a with a twinkle in his eye. I'm sure Pete got a nice payday for that. That's amazing. Real quick before we break, back to this uh, Joey Chestnut uh, Kobayashi documentary. This is what the maker told Rolling Stone. This is how serious. We're taking the Kobayashi Joey Chestnut 30 for 30. And making the good, the bad, and the hungry, I realized that beyond the rivalry between Kobayashi and Chestnut, there were greater themes at play than just who could eat the most hot dogs. The film ultimately became a classic American tale, exploring the notion of personal fulfillment, as well as touching on greater ideas around nationalism, truth, and power. Wow. All out of a hot dog eating contest. And here I thought it was going to be a debate about relish, mustard, ketchup, and <laughs> so much more. So much more. Uh, we will come back and wrap with Royce T, Maggie and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Score North and Score North mobile app, free to download. So Federated Mutual Insurance Company is not just a policy insurance company. Now, insurance is a necessity for a business. So if you're a business owner out there, you definitely want to have your radar up here and uh, listen to what I'm telling you. It's, it, insurance is a necessity, but you want more than just the bare minimum. You want more than just a policy. You want a face-to-face relationship with your insurance company. And Federated Insurance has been standing behind businesses for over a century in many different realms. You can go to federatedinsurance.com to find out the industries that Federated protects, but just know that it helps tremendously to have such an experienced partner as you look to build your business, as you look to jump on that roller coaster ride, visit federatedinsurance.com to find your federated marketing representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. Mackie and Jeb with Rami, we wrap with Royce when we come back. Oh my God, Mackie and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Score North. That that Pete Rose discussion about him getting choke slammed as the San Diego chicken at WrestleMania has led to us looking at one of Rami's old coworkers got piled-drived to the local show by Jerry Lawler. Twice. Twice. That's not a move you're supposed to take. He didn't want the, to. The WWE has banned that move with their professionals. Yeah, he did. They told Jerry Lawler. They were like, don't pile drive him. He's not experienced enough for that. But Lawler wanted to send a message. Alrighty then. And it was hilarious. I'm watching the second pile drive now as we speak. Pat, are you in or out Boom. on the Joey Chestnut Kobayashi 30 for 30 that's coming out? Uh, I'm out. That's the most grotesque thing in the history of mankind, <laughs> the, the fact that we make a big deal out of it. Plus, they cheat. They water the buns. That does not. That should not be legal. They stick the buns in water so they're easier to eat. They yeah. should have to eat a bun like the rest of us. I, agree. I actually okay, agree with that. Gonna, yeah. 
who's gonna who's gonna grill a nice dog or brat? And then I say, okay, now so I can eat it faster, I'm gonna stick the bun in water. <laughs> you should toast the bun just gently, and uh, you know, butter it a little bit, and then just toast it gently. And that's the way they should have to eat them. So I I'm not in on it, and uh, and I didn't know it was coming, and now you've ruined my night. I didn't know oh. it was gonna be. A <laughs> I might dip the bun in bourbon, but that's... 30 is losing their... Uh, they're losing it, too, by the way. They went to the last great one they had. They've... Uh they haven't been that. Uh, they haven't been. They're, 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 they seem to be running out of ideas. They're, they have a. Uh, I think it's next year a ten part thirty for thirty about the uh, Jordan era Bulls, which I'm very much looking forward to. That's that. right. Ten ten part ten part. Yep. All right. All right. Good. There's a. Good. There's also going to be they're a five part series on just the, the thirty for thirties that have come out in the last <laughs> fifteen years. They're going to tell us about what a uh, what a uh, loyal man he was to Mrs. Jordan. Is that going to be? I don't think. I don't think that's any of the ten parts. The, uh, the uh, hound yeah, that he did, uh, you know, like what I used to love is his car would be parked out in front of the ambassador there in uh, Chicago, and the family was living out in Isle Park. Yeah, I, uh, I think he's uh, he was a pretty good basketball player. I'll say that about him, but to uh, make him any more than that as a human being is kind of ridiculous. I think he wasn't loyal. I can't believe that, Pat. No, it isn't. Well, I think he had other issues too. For instance, he got suspended two years for gambling, and they never told us that it was two. Right? He missed two. Right? Yeah, I missed two and years playing season baseball. and a half, and that's a plus he couldn't hit. I saw him playing <laughs> the Southern League. What a joke! He couldn't play for Meesville, for God's sakes. What a swing! It was brutal. So anyway, we're gonna have some of that on his baseball too. He they did no, they already did sure a thirty for thirty about him retiring and trying to play baseball. That's already been done, <laughs> and it was really yeah. good. Pat just said he didn't he retire. Had no chance. It, he had no chance. Oh no, he didn't retire. He was he got he was being suspended for consorting with bad guys. I think. So if that's true, how how on earth did, did they keep it quiet enough that it didn't come out at some point? <laughs> that would be one of the a miracle. Well. Do you think he really wanted to quit basketball so he could go make an ass out of himself playing baseball? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just saying it's impressive I mean, they kept it quiet. Well, I, I think it is impressive that they kept it quiet, but don't keep David Sturge was capable of anything. He was uh, he was just probably the smartest guy to ever run a basketball ever ever to run any sports league. So uh, you know that that he's probably capable of anything. You know so. Yeah. I don't know. There's something going on there, though. He didn't, you know, he didn't. He didn't go play baseball because he thought he could. Yeah, uh, Pat. The uh, the Athletic wrote a story in which they talked to an astrophysicist who confirmed Major League Baseballs are uh, more round. They have is it less drag? I guess was the phrase. Yes. And they're just generally yes. different this year than they've been in any other year. Even different than the last time oh, they were different, different a couple years. Last year, huh? Yeah. Well, last year they were different. Uh, they said that they were aerodynamically. Uh, they were going what? Was it, that wasn't seven percent. What? What? Some percent they were going. Yeah, it was like further, five percent, I think. Yeah. But they didn't know why. <laughs> so now we've. Uh, now we've uh, now we've juiced it up since then. Yes. Wow. And and well, so I, I believe it. 
Do you uh, do you if it, let's say Christian Yelich goes on to hit sixty two home runs, how would you feel yeah. uh, about the baseball record books? Ah, uh, you know, there we Maris is not doesn't have the record, so uh, okay. you know, I you know I, I know there's a lot of purists who want to say, uh, yeah, I, I, you know what? As as bad as the baseball is, I got a harder time with the ballparks as far as. Uh, the records are being set now. As yeah, I mean, any record set in the Yankee Stadium ought to have an asterisk next to it, don't you think? This is a joke. It's a it's a fly ball in the you know it's a high school stadium dimension wise in uh, in right center field and and, and add a baseball like that. The Yankees are going to hit. I, I guess I I don't know how I feel, but the Yankees, uh, if they've been healthy, they should probably hit three hundred. Twenty home runs. The Twins are going to cool off and not hit, you know, the, the projections they were having. But uh, the Yankees, with that lineup in that ballpark, it's you know they could hit four hundred next year if they don't do something about the baseball. So there's no doubt they're hitting titleists. That's that's for sure. What should ballparks think, be, Pat? Dimension wise. Well, you know, I don't think right center should be uh, any closer than. 375, 370 right center, probably in four, you know, 405 center field. And, you know, target field is a little big in uh, right center because of the height of the wall, I would say. But, uh, you know, target field is a legitimate ballpark, unlike uh, some of these Camden Yards at Yankee Stadium and and Cincinnati. Uh, we got busted on the podcast today, and he said that Cincinnati has like the uh, third or fourth best ERA in the National League. That's amazing. Yeah, considering that thing, you know, that ballpark was. Uh, you know what's amazing? Joey Votto can't hit a home run even in that ballpark. Joey Votto is like they say he's choked up to the halfway up the handle, just trying to still get these. Uh, Cincinnati's having this finally having a decent year where it looks like they might start to compete and Joey Votto is a, a dead body so uh, it's kind of odd that after that run but anyway there's so too many cheap ballparks I think yeah. but I I have the solution for the baseball but they won't listen to me what's your solution? Haitian, Haitian ladies making 8 cents an hour go back to selling the baseballs you know instead of having these machines produce these titleists we go back to what we used to do: have them hand sewn by cheap cheap labor in Latin America. I don't think baseball likes that idea. I think they love what's <laughs> happening. I think that's the thing. I don't. I don't think anybody likes. I don't think they love the idea. But three years ago, it is a fact that what four years ago we were in a panic that we we're going to have to lower the mound again. So they obviously had put a new baseball in play to get uh, hitting back into the game. So Pat. Carlos Torres is the latest minor league bullpen signing by the Twins. Do you think the Twins are going to go uh, with the used DVD bin here up until the deadline, or do you think they do something meaningful? Uh, uh, this is a new one. I haven't heard of this guy. Where did he come from? So apparently he's been in the major leagues for like 10 or 12 years. <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, he's kind of well, bounced around the last couple of years. Well, little Twitchy got uh, released today, uh, DFA today. Gabriel. You saw that, right, Moya? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, he got really. I didn't know that uh, that was his official nickname. Yeah, I didn't know his rap name was Little Twitchy. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, he made me nervous watching him pitch with all those gyrations. So, but when he had that stuff, he had to try to do something, I guess. Well, I don't know. They're going to get a pitcher. They're going to. You know they're going to get a pitcher here sometime. Uh, we talked. We got a conversation with Buster today about what Brad Hand would cost, and there's going to be a big market for Brad Hand. He would be perfect here, but a Cincinnati, if they're trying to catch the Twins, aren't going to give the Twins Brad Hand. And b uh, Buster thinks the Dodgers will go get him, and the Dodgers are in a situation they can go get anybody they want to. So, they, they, but that would that. To have another good left-hander to go with Rodgers would be perfect with this bullpen. Yeah, and now, I mean, you brought up the point, the Indians might not be quick on the trigger to sell anymore with all the wins that they've racked up lately. Yeah, and yeah, and that's eight. With, uh, you guys, I'm sure, talked about with Kansas City and Baltimore. So yeah. it could be uh, by the all, then they got two of Cincinnati, so that's their next ten, but. You know, you get her down five or so before the All Star break. Uh, you gotta, you gotta have a hard time convincing your twenty eight fans in Cleveland to break up that team. So, yeah. so you got Buster on the show tonight. What else is coming up on Racy on uh, Baseball? Great, uh, great conversation with Mark Topkin about the uh, the Toronto. Uh, I mean the Tampa slash Montreal Rays Expos. It's uh, we, we we talked to the topper on that, and uh, the uh, of all the uh, odd things that baseball has proposed, the you know, splitting the franchise in half. What's uh, what's the Tampa Bay the Rays rolled that out today formally down in Tampa to a to a crescendo of. Are you kidding me? But uh, anyway, that's we had a nice conversation with Topper about that. Too, awesome. So. That's coming up here right. in uh, just a few minutes. Pat, we'll talk again tomorrow. All right. Goodbye. See you. All right. See ya. The name is the X-Rays. Is that yours? That's the suggestion. No, I saw it. The suggested name, the X-Rays. That's what they call them. This feels like just a giant April Fool's joke, doesn't it? The whole thing. I don't know. I sort of like it. The joint name. Okay, Phil, I'm going to, to show you a GIF or GIF. I almost started crying. What is it? The, of the end of end Toy Story, Story 3. 3. Yeah. Someone getting, tweeted it, and I almost started. And I'm, I'm not kidding, guys. I choked up. We're getting a, I don't get you guys. We're getting a ton right. of comments on this He's on Twitter. goodbye, Jonathan. Okay. Don't you spoil don't, it for Rami. You don't get emotions? You don't get that? I get emotions. Oh. I just, like, that youth, movie just doesn't His youth is cry. passing him by. Okay. I feel like you don't know which Toy Story we're talking about. I do. No, I think I've he knows it. perfectly. I just think he doesn't have I've a soul. Seen it plenty of times. I'm reading some of these comments on but Twitter. But a scissors here. kick will make him cry. <laughs> a, bicy- a, bicycle a bicycle kick. kick. Whatever you call it. <laughs> scissors <laughs> kick. What's what are you doing? Whatever you, That's what, an illegal <laughs> tackle, Judd. That doesn't make me cry. <laughs> Whatever you call it. That'll make you cry. Well, yeah, if it's struck perfectly and goes right into the up. back of the net and it wins in the World I'm, Cup. I am yes. literally tearing up right now, and I have to pack up. Yeah, people are saying, uh, because our challenge is the toy st- you, is the don't cry at the end of Toy Story 3 challenge. And I'm going to try it this weekend when it's 108 degrees out so I don't leave my house. <laughs> Rami's going to yeah. stream this. Yeah, Jake DePew, our guy. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be like a real feel of 107 on Saturday. Uh, that's yeah, right. don't remind me I'm not. I, <laughs> I, be I put the air in this weekend. I feel good about it. Good. Uh, Jake DePew says it's not a challenge if it's impossible to win. <laughs> yep. uh, Lindsey Brown yep. from Scorner says uh, this came out. This movie came out. Toy Story three. The summer after I graduated high school, I heave cried. No regrets. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> that's what I did. I heave cried. 
Yeah, people are saying like, yeah, I, cry. I mean, it's it's. Collar says he can do it. He said it'll be the easiest right. challenge he's ever won. He doesn't he can... cry, but he doesn't cry. By the way, I need a he's copy no of tears. Toy Story Three. Is this available digitally anywhere? Is no, it on, yeah, on can... the Netflix. Yeah, or, you can uh, find it. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, all right, it's on. Collar doesn't cry. Period. I look around. It's really, really. He's freaky. a football robot. I cried during Endgame, but that's about it. I did cry during Endgame. See, a few times. I cried during movies. You're gonna cry during this. A few times. Yeah, you're 100 crying. Yeah, you got no shot. This is gonna be amazing. I, I look mean, forward to it. I admire you, follow, you for doing it. Make sure you follow Rami on Twitter at Rami is tweeting if you want to see this happen. This I'll be weekend. streaming it live Saturday <laughs> afternoon. See you guys tomorrow. Never gonna give you up. <laughs>